I think that's it. Do you know what? We didn't talk about the competition. Oh, yeah, yeah, that thing you guys are doing. But, <laughs> but don't worry, because I wanted to talk about it at the beginning of the show, and we can't do that now because this is not a Bill and Ted movie. So... What Did I you will... copy and paste it from the... Yeah, I was going to say... I was going to say I will do something later and put it on at the beginning of the show before I put the show out. So don't worry about mentioning it. Unless you're still listening to the show audience, in which case, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, uh, and retweet the tweet or Facebook post about this episode being available for download. And we're going to pick someone uh, that's done that and they win a copy of Burnout Paradise remastered on either the PS4 or Xbox One, depending on your preference. But not both. Okay. But possibly neither. See the beginning of the show that you downloaded for more information. I'm sure it'll make so much more sense than that did. Did it not make sense? You don't write. So I put out a tweet about the show being out, saying the new show's out, and I want people to retweet that. Okay. Simple as that. Okay. Simple as that. It's dead easy. Just hit a retweet button. That's all you have to do, people. And you could win Burnout Paradise. Is it Burnout Paradise Remastered, isn't it? Yes. Yes. That's the one. Right. I don't even have that yet. But I know. I mean, oh. I don't... Well, it's not, I can't have it yet. Well, I could, but I'm waiting for the, P the PC version. I've got to play Axiom Verge. I haven't got time for no PS4 games. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. We are all one again. I'm alive! Yay! He survived. Yes. Which is very yes. useful. So we have yes. a, an agenda. I was good. Yeah. You were. Well done. Uh, yeah. So you're back just in time to talk about the wonderful show that Atari put on at GDC. Oh. <laughs> uh, that, it's an empty box, isn't it? It's an empty box with LEDs. some lights For on sake. it. <laughs> I mean, it's I, such a big deal. If we're going to have our prototype to show off to potential investors at GDC, and when they showed up, they had a prototype, which was an empty box with some LEDs on it. Brilliant. This is a metaphor for life or something, isn't it? I, something I feel like so. That. It's yeah. a metaphor for something. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to say what, but it's a metaphor for something. <laughs> uh, we still know absolutely nothing about this device. Uh, yep. Well, actually, I know, what, what we do know now is that now that I've seen the, the photo in this article does show the size of the thing, which has been something of a mystery up till now because it's just been shown in isolation. Yeah, yeah. I see Whereas what now saying. we can see it's about twice the width of a of a standard Xbox controller, which is what I imagine the size of its that the yeah. Atari controller is, because every controller is an Xbox controller now. I, and a good thing too. I bet there's a lot of empty space in that box. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it, and it looks to be about maybe just slightly. Uh, what would be the word? Uh, less tall, shorter than an Xbox controller sort of laid flat. It, yeah. It, it doesn't look, look like, like it's a, It looks like a tinier, shittier version of an Xbox controller. Like they'd like you to think yeah. it is like the kind of thing you'd buy for a controller for your iPhone or something. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. They still don't make uh, decent ones that, of those. And uh, that D-pad especially looks like shit. So it's, I hear those big circular D-pads. Give me a plus. Give me a plus. Come on. 
Yeah. Uh, there must just be a lot of empty space in there. Although it's it's a fucking PC, isn't it? So Something like that, yeah. So well, not really, at the moment. <laughs> well, no, right now it's the box with lights on. Um, but... <laughs> This I, is, yeah, this, I would be fantastic. It would be great if they were just, this is a massive fan of the IT crowd who has all the money <laughs> to throw around, and this is his version of the internet prank. That would no, make no, the most no, sense. No, 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 it's PC. It's a PC. It does Atari games and Linux and stuff. Look, it's got a light on it. They need to show a working one very soon. They would need to do that. That would be a good idea. Like, very soon. Considering the, you know, the field... Kickstarter disappearing for a few months and then coming back with a box with lights on it. Confidence in this thing can't be high. Still, we're expecting a, a release date in a couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, next month. Don't anybody be holding their breath for that at yeah. all. But, you know, if you have 250 to $300 that you would rather burn, I would just burn it. I would No, just give it to us. We'll we'll do something proper with it. Rather than spaff it on this box of nonsense. Yeah. Two days after this Kickstarter launches, these motherfuckers are gonna be on a boat to South America like a bunch of Nazi well, war criminals. This is the, it's You'll, not Kickstarter. They'll be in anymore. Paraguay. It's no longer being kickstarted. It's now just going up for pre order. Uh I I'm sure that you'll have to pay in advance. But yeah, they're that's saying, what's, oh, okay then yeah, in which I'm case sure then will. definitely Yeah, but this is the thing. They're not saying that we need this money to develop the thing. They're saying, give us this money and you will have the thing by April or by the end of April, rather, which considering that leaves them with about a month to go from a non-functioning prototype to full product. I'm going to put that in the less than probable category. So what's the over under on, sorry, we've got a delay it announcement. I'm <laughs> oh, going to say yeah. a week. It's uh, going to be under or over a week. Do you think? Maybe once they put the pre-orders up and they get some money and they're like, oh, no, we're going to have to pre-order it. We ran out of LEDs. I don't know what to expect at this point. I just <laughs> certainly don't expect there to be a product you can buy or would want to. Yeah. Yes, I'm good. I'm, I expect them to be in an extradition-free country and everyone else to be out of pocket. <laughs> That's what I expect. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, in other GDC news, which has been, I found sadly lacking in news, GDC. Like, you'd think stuff mm. would come in, doesn't. But is this a new version of Unreal Engine? Yeah, pretty much. Well, they, I'm not sure if it's a new version or this is new features being added to the current version. But uh, what's interesting is pretty much all of the developers, like uh, NVIDIA showed this off. Uh, who else was there to, uh, showing it off? Um, a whole bunch of developers were uh, showing uh, off uh, introducing ray tracing technology into the games, which we did talk about like last year sometime. Yeah, I remember. Um, and I was when I heard that they were introducing, I was like, no, they're fucking not. But uh, I watched, I, I could not find it, but I did watch a sort of more in-depth uh, breakdown of how they're managing to introduce <laughs> this incredibly, incredibly uh, difficult uh, lighting and reflection technology into games and some of it was uh, explained how some of it, like for shadows and stuff, is far more possible now because they're they're basically using the ray tracing technology to build up a really noisy approximation and then using other tech to refine that. Right. To give so it's not pure 
ray tracing, which is ray tracing is basically rendering beams of light uh, as they bounce around off objects and into other things to generate uh, incredibly realistic shadows and reflections. I'm watching a, a demo now of it on that article, and it's yeah. uh, Captain Phasma from in Star Wars. Yeah. And it looks incredible. He's fucking incredible. I do not think we were going to be seeing anything like that for in like games for like maybe five to ten years. It, it uh, does that, look spectacular. It does. It really does. Uh, I think that is because of all the reflections being used. That is very close to like pure ray tracing. But the way it's probably going to be implemented first is uh, because the makers of uh, I can't remember who the studio are. The makers of Metro Metro series. Uh, did a demo showing how they're going to use it for the upcoming Metro Exodus. And the way they're using it is the approximation method, and it's far less impressive. It's right. far more, but also far more, you know, realistic in terms of what is possible. Not realistic in, term of, in terms of realism. I wonder how much EA will charge for the download of this thing on the Star Wars thing. It, it know, does well, look fantastic. But yeah. Well, what's funny about this is that that Star Wars demo was put out by, not by EA, but by fucking Epic. They so should maybe make the games it, now. They, yeah, I was thinking maybe this, is this them sort of, you know, just sliding their their hand into the, <laughs> you know, hand into the ring saying, look okay. what we can oh, do. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, it's that Star Wars game we just, made. You know, we Gosh. just so happen to license the likenesses for this. We're not, we're not angling for anything at all. Give us all the money. Uh, so much money though I know and then the other thing uh, they did uh, was the Andy Circus digital human performance oh yeah I heard about that which yeah. I thought they when I first saw this I just saw the version that was Andy Circus's head and I thought that looks really impressive but they scored an own goal because they to show off their super realistic uh, rendering technology the performance he gives, which is uh, Macbeth, Shakespeare and Macbeth, is so over the top and exaggerated and ridiculous that it kind of spoiled it for me. Like, it would be better if he was just being normal. Just being a normal dude. I get what they were going for to sort of show off, you know, it can, ran, you know, see how it renders the folds and, you know, in the face and the skin and the teeth and all that. But I was like, get, you know, sure, do that, but also give me, you know, a more subtle monologue to show what this might actually look like. But then I saw it as applied to the big alien headed thing. And I was like, that's fucking incredible. <laughs> oh, hang on. I've got the alien head here now. Yes. It's the exact same performance, but uh, mapped onto a big old alien head. Oh, uh, I that think... looks so much better. So much better. Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Makes that iPhone yeah, thing cool. look a bit shitty, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, don't... <laughs> I think it'll be a while before we have this on a phone. I mean, uh, you see, it's probably yeah. exactly the same kind of thing, but that's yeah. this is what happens when you've got pre-rendering processing power, and wow, shit, that looks good. To all our listeners, yeah, like, cool. go and go and find this article. It's linked to in the show notes of this episode, yeah. and it's fun. That is fantastic. Yeah, and uh, it's it is a shame because I wish they'd gone with a Klingon instead, because as I've heard, uh, Hamlet performed by uh, in Klingon in its original context is beautiful. You've never really read Shakespeare until you've read it in the original Klingon. Yep. That's right. That's the quote I was trying to get out. 
Pack. <laughs> I have that one ready to go at all times. I just like to piss off people who like Shakespeare. Uh, people who like Shakespeare are dicks. Um, uh, failure yeah. to launch this new section here. Uh, so I'm ca- sorry, I was moving us on then. That's good. Is it was it time? It felt like it was time. time. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, System Shock remake back, but delayed for another two years. Yep. Uh, I don't understand how it's going to take another two years. I I know the games take a while, but you know you're you're doing a remake of a game that already exists, are you not? (laughs) And also, the problem is, from what I can gather from the article, they've sort of got into this cycle that games that take a long time to develop and now sort of get into it happen to. Oh gosh, it happens to Duke Nukem a lot that they oh, yeah. get to they get to a point where they're like, okay, so we've got the the funds and we're going to make this game, and oh no, the technology's moved on by the time we're sort of getting close, so we're going to start again because the technology is is so much further because now our game looks like dog shit. So they basically now got into that cycle because like the things you were just talking about, they that's where it's going, and they're not developing for that. So now yeah. they're having to bump. The developers who get so much longer because they're trying to play, they're playing catch up with the technology, and they're getting into that horrible cycle now. Yeah. And so, I would not expect this game is going to come out when they even in 2020, because I think like they're they're just kind of got too far behind now. They need to kind of draw a line and say, okay, this is this is the level at which we're going to develop this game to, and then that's where it's going to be. So, Especially considering yeah, I, it's a game, it's a remake of a fucking game, you know. That's what I'm shock, saying. What, what, uh, system Shock. 1994. I mean, you know, yeah. feature wise, well, this was the reason they said that it was delayed, was that they started with the idea of just a pure, like a, a graphical remake with just the same gameplay, but then over time they started going for the reboot. So a bunch of new features. And then that's when the feature creeps start out where they're like, oh, we should do this. Oh, we should do that. Oh, we should do this. So now apparently they're going back to the more constrained remake approach, sort of remaster. Yeah. But again, how is that going to take you two years? Because th- yeah. that would mean you're pulling a bunch of systems out of the game to get back yeah. to more of the, the pure experience. So how does that, how's that going to take you two years? Yeah, or are say- you going to have to restart from scratch? I mean, on my shelf, I've got a bunch of graphical remakes of stuff from the 360 era that they can just basically do at will, apparently. I mean, got L.A. Noir, got the Halo Master Chief stuff, mm. got, I mean, Bioshock, and all of those have been, were in the last console generation, and then Jay said, okay, we'll give them, a, you know, a spit and polish, and here they are, and yeah. you can buy them in a reasonable time frame. I just don't understand. If they're going back to, like you say, a purely a graphical update, how's it going to take another two years? I don't understand. Well, the only thing about this is that they're not, it seems like they're not sort of looking to crowdfund it again. They've said they've got investors who are interested and who are sort of funding this, you know, setback. But they're so not, what did they get out not, of it? They're not going to try and take any money. more money off of unsuspecting people. <laughs> Yeah, if they've got that, if they've got investors now. That's a good thing because investors expect return and keep an eye on their yeah. investments. So they're expecting to sell many more units beyond what the Kickstarter than I presume. I, that's, yeah. that's, I presume that's what they've sold the investors on. Is right. Okay, so obviously once we've fulfilled all the Kickstarter orders that we've got, this game is so popular that it will shift units and you will make a profit. Is so. Or, or the people that have invested feel that they bring something that means it will sell more. 
Yeah, oh, because you know. again, that's the slightly contradictory thing about this is that if they're stripping it back again, yeah. So that's what I'm saying is I can't see anyone. You know, I'd like to play the original System Shock sort of with more modern, you know, ca- uh, creature comforts and stuff like that because I'm a f- big fan of the Bioshock series upon which mm-hmm. you know, uh, which, based. yeah, which this is or which Bioshock is based on or whatever. But if they're stripping it back. How are they going to then expect to sell more of it? That's that's what I'm getting at. I don't yeah. understand where the because presumably you're investing with the idea that it will sell many units. I mean, like how many units are they expecting to shift? Because I mean, surely if you're someone who was going to go and buy a System Shock, you've probably backed the Kickstarter, so you've already paid for it. So I wonder how many more units they think they're going to sell to meet the the you know be able to yeah. get profit back to the people who've invested, you know, investors, plural, to, um, you know, to pay them back, essentially, or to give them the profit that they think they're going to make. Um, I mean, I wonder if they'll say, oh, well, actually, now there's multiplayer with it or something like that. Mm. You know, there's got to be something beyond, oh, this is just a graphical spit and polish and here it is. Yeah. There's something uh, more going on here, I think. Maybe they're timing this when? Uh, let me have a look. I'm Because I'm not sure when the... Uh... Is there the, like an anniversary or something? Maybe? Well, I'm thinking about because System Shock 3 is currently being developed, so maybe they're going to try and time this. Uh, you know, they're hoping the 2020. Time both will, together. Yeah. Right. Although they're being developed, you know, by completely different uh, companies. Well, now, at least maybe uh, ride off their ride off their coattails a bit or something. Yeah. So System Shock 3, no release date as as yet. Um, I've no idea. Yeah doesn't give much information sort of it'll you know the, the people who are doing system shock 3 haven't really revealed anything as of yet other than direct sequel and it'll be done when it's done so mm. well maybe it's 2020 because as the article quite rightly points out although it, it was a seven figure kickstarter that sort of money when you're paying a team of like 20 people is only going to go so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. if they propose to keep this going for two years, maybe they're, you know, paying the minimum amount of people. And it's just because literally there's five blokes doing it. Cause that's all they can afford. That's why it's going to take till 2020 or something like that. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. coming to a PS five or Xbox two near you. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Xbox infinity symbol. <laughs> what are they going to do? They're fucked. Just Some sort of eldritch symbol that absorbs your fucking brain as soon as you look at it. People used yeah. to come up with different names for each console. Some people still do. Mm-hmm. The, Sony, the, if you ever if you ever abandon the uh, you know the integer system, I will fucking come for you. Oh, they can't now. They can't. They're screwed. But Xbox, they, Microsoft can get out of it. I think. Mm. Like maybe they want to keep the brand, call it the Xbox, and then a weird name or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm getting I'm getting really sidetracked here. That's cool. That's what we're here for. I'm getting yeah. I'm actually getting more sidetracked than you know because I started clicking on sidebar articles on one of those web pages as well. So I, I'm I wasn't. Over the place. Uh, yeah, I listened to last week's episode. Uh, once the delirium lifted, and um, yeah. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. It's just you know. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a fan of the sort of the tight, quick, snappy formats more meandering would be good i like more meander i like a nice i like a nice dander in the park fair enough what's this other news story here then next the good the deadly premonitions directors the good life returns to crowdfunding is this a game that's coming to crowdfunding i assume 
Uh, again, <laughs> it's it's second go. The first round um, failed, sort of rather unexpectedly, because Deadly Premonition and uh, Swery uh, have sort of a cult following. Everyone expected it to get funded pretty pretty quick. Uh, it didn't do Kickstarter. It did some other um, crowdfunding platform because there's a fucking million of them now. Yeah, uh, but it failed. Uh, failed to reach its. Uh, its initial goal so it went away for a while and they said we're actually you know we're going to keep working on it but we're going to come back for a second swing and they've uh, they've put it back up they put it on kickstarter this time and they are asking for well they've streamlined sort of what the game is going to be and they've explained it a lot better and they're also asking for considerably less money but i think that's because sort of in the interim they have had you know investors who saw the field kickstarter and thought well we'd like to fund that so they've thrown some money in the pot uh, and it's looking it's looking interesting. like for instance you know when it launched the idea was it's sort of a murder mystery type thing it, the initial pitch really did not have a lot of details other yeah. than you're a photojournalist in a little town and every so often everyone in the town including you turns into cats okay <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm seeing the video of them doing that now, but they've uh, they've added dogs. Well, this is the thing. He th- during the original pitch, they said we're also going to have a version where everyone turns into dogs. So they were actually pitching two versions of the one game, and you'd be able to pick between them. Now they have streamlined that into one game where everyone turns into cats and dogs, and you get to choose which one you get to turn into. Uh, this uh, is an important feature to add. It really is. It really is. Absolutely. I mean, I was completely, I was not paying attention until they added the dogs. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Cause why would I care about dickhead simulator? Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> why would I care about waiting for you to die? So I can eat you simulator. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. But yeah, so it's, uh, I like to I like Dem- Deadly Premonition and the idea of this sort of whimsical uh, English countryside town that suddenly becomes a brutal murder mystery. <laughs> it you know I'm I'm for it. Uh, they've added you know a whole bunch more like uh, reward tiers and they've actually explained it's a it's a life simulator type game. So <laughs> funny enough, this game is not unlike Shenmue. Or, you know, as as you go through it day to day, not only, you know, de- I would argue that despite its more primitive art style, so much prettier than Shen. Yeah, I would agree with you. Actually, it does look very nice as a game. Yeah. But they say that uh, the idea is that day to day, you know, it's not just that there's a day night cycle, but day to day, different things happen. And every day you'll have new decisions to make new, you know, options to pursue. And it says it has some sort of multiplayer component but all it mentions in the pitch is that you'll be able to like check out your friends versions of the town so you can see how different characters you know yeah, progress wouldn't. in different which i don't care about yeah uh, wouldn't, wouldn't ever do that yeah that's very much the uh oh sim cities and multiplayer now you can watch your friends cities fuck my friends <laughs> i don't want to see their game i'm playing it yes i want yes. to see my game and i want my game to be more awesome so i yeah um, I I hope this gets funded. Yeah, that's I'd like nice. To see where this goes. Uh, Fair enough. And I I'd like to live in a town where everybody turns into dogs. Yeah, it looks like the sort of the the, the way it lays it out. The 
whatever you initially choose, it's a bit Metroidvania. So, like, whenever you initially choose, the cats and the dogs have different abilities. So, whichever one you choose will lead you down different paths of what, uh, what or uh, or how you investigate crimes. But it's hence that eventually you will be able to change into you know either a cat or a dog at you know certain times of the month. It says, hmm. "Hold on, you can change into a cat or a dog at a certain time." Is this a is this a menstruation metaphor? I don't know. I don't know either. Probably not. Because Maybe the cat one, not the dog one. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> right, moving on then. Tomb Raider <laughs> remasters announced of being canned. Turns out, okay, right. So some people were going to make remasters of Tomb Raider games, and Square Enix have gone, ah. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, no. It turns out these guys, real tech VR, where they got where apparently they did the mobile ports of Tomb Raider, right? Okay, the, sort of the classic Tomb Raider games, and then as we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, they announced that though you know they were going to be remastering the Steam versions with like better lighting and better textures, and Square Enix were like, "No, you fucking won't." And they're like, "What? What?" But we did the mobile ports. It was like, yeah, you did the fucking mobile ports. You don't have any rights to any other fucking version of the game. Piss off. So that's gone away. <laughs> I, I, I like how they've... While we always welcome passion and excitement for the Tomb Raider franchise, the remasters in question were never, uh, were never officially sanctioned. Ensuring fans receive high-quality gaming experiences is at the heart of our mission as a company, which requires all projects to go through proper channels. Yeah. Which I'm reading is maybe if they'd asked, but they didn't ask, so we definitely said no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you would ask, yeah. I'm, I am completely the same. Yeah. It's like old it's like old people at bus stops. Yeah. When I see an old person at a bus stop, I will happily let I will offer the to let them go ahead. If they are if I don't spot them and they ask me if they can go ahead, that's fine. If they just walk ahead of me. Oh, I'm breaking yeah. a fucking knee. Yeah. 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 You ain't getting on a bus to anywhere. <laughs> no. Got to be polite. That's it. Yes, and these absolutely. guys weren't polite. So I completely. Yeah. yeah. I am a 100%. I am totally Hannibal. Eat the rude. You know, that is. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> that is a, a mantra to live by. But yeah, so it, it sounds like especially this. Uh, what. They may have one of the, another reason it might have been quashed is that generally whenever mobile ports are brought to PC, it doesn't go well. No. See the the it, last what was it? Uh, Chrono Trigger. Uh, Chrono Trigger, yeah, it it's not well received. So maybe that was. But given the studio's uh, naivete of how you know law works, maybe they're also <laughs> maybe they're also naive about you know porting games. It's e- I don't know whether it's easier to port from a PC to a mobile or from a mobile to the PC. I have no idea. Not a, uh, no, not a I clue. Don't, I don't know if the skills required are interchangeable. No idea. Unless it's copy-paste, I don't know. Yes, that is, that's my coding ability. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I think it depends on... Because oh. I know with the iPhone and Mac OS, there are common programming languages and structures 
because they made their own programming language and called it Swift. Um, But you're not going to be getting games made in that Mm. uh, or anything like that. But there'll be other compatible languages. So I I don't know, actually, how easy it would be. No. No idea. And that's, you know, and then you've got your difference in processing powers, but phones are getting quite ridiculous now. Yes, absolutely they are. So, I don't know. To the point where a fucking tablet is this generation's top console? What the fuck? (laughs) You're still having trouble with that, aren't you? I'm still struggling. (laughs) It's so weird. Learn to love the Switch, it's the way forward. I love it, but I don't understand it. Hey, speaking of the Switch... (laughs) <laughs> apparently smash brothers will be playable at e3 i'm kind of not yeah, they're surprised gonna they're gonna have a tournament apparently also in june of this uh new smash brothers so yeah get excited it's probably gonna drop so i wonder when they would actually it would actually go on sale in anger sort of thing if they if they're gonna put a demo out in june so like well, but the thing is though if this is nintendo maybe they'll say like you can buy it today or something like <laughs> yeah. that that could be what the fucking Nintendo Direct that we're waiting on could be. The way they they've been going, they'll probably announce. Well, you bought it last week, and aren't you doing well on it? And we're all just, <laughs> what? Oh my what? god, oh my I god. am! I do- oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. And it's made of cardboard. That's oh, it's spectacular. <laughs> yeah, this, this this news was put out in a slightly confusing way because they did they mentioned they announced that there would be a Smash Brothers competition in June. Are you sure they didn't uh, announce there'd be a Splatoon competition in June? I think no, definitely Smash. I'm sure there it is. is. There's also going to be a Splatoon two tournament at E3, but there's also right. going to be some sort of Smash Brothers tournament in June, presumably at E3. Who knows? Okay, maybe not. Maybe it's just off to the side. But that confused me. I didn't know initially until this article cleared it up that Smash, the new Smash, was going to be playable at E3. And, so, but I mean, yeah. that's just going to be, they'll have like a table of switches nailed down and those six will be running smash or, or Probably, something. Yeah. And it will, you know, while it will be a, an example of the real game, it's not going to be the, the game. Final, yeah. If, you know, if they were any other company. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's the thing. If, if, it, were... if it was any other company, um, I mean, because like I say, it, they could e- equally say you can play, you can buy it tomorrow, or it's coming out in 2019. It's literally a toss up between the two. Yeah, if this was a reasonable company, what I would expect uh, this is what we're going to see in June is initial gameplay with the returning roster. You know, sort of none of the no big surprises, just you know the standard characters plus those platoon two things, whatever the fuck they're inklings. supposed to be. They're inklings. Okay. Oh, the inklings. Oh, that's right. what they're called. Yes. Well, that's cleared that up. Oh, thank you. Uh, and then again, if you know, if, if they were like a Konami, you know, doing their latest beat 'em up, I would expect that like over the next uh, June, July, August, September, over the next three months. They would then be putting out trailers for, you know, the new characters that are being introduced, kind of like they've done in the past. And then we'll get the game September or October time. That would be that in my more than, you know, completely probably going to blow that out of the water estimation of what's going to happen. Who knows? The game could be a bunch of fucking shadow puppets. Could I, be anything. We don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. 
it's never been a big one for me, but I, I'm looking forward to seeing it. This will be one time I'm willing to dip back into it, definitely. Mm. Um, in other Switch news, there was... Right, this is kind of over, I think. Is it? Right, okay. I, I think so. I've not heard anything about it for a while. We got the 5.0 uh, system update, which did very little, but it did make some consoles start being bricked on third-party docks. Yeah. Specifically um, Nyko docks, which is weird. Yeah. Um, now, th- as far as I was aware, those docks don't run software or anything like that. Y- you know, so I, I don't know if it, it was ever discovered yeah, it how that be was happening. injecting anything. It should be a per- purely one-way connection, you would imagine. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, but there has been a 5.0.1 update Ew. since then, which... You know, when you're adding numbers on it after two decimal places, it's a very tiny update, and it's the oh, sorry, that yeah, got it now. That's what that is as an update. That you know, and I think that might have fixed whatever it was. Nintendo are famously vague about system updates. Yeah, yeah, they've. Uh, Unfortunately, that means that the conspiracy theory has jumped in where vagueness exists, because. Uh, Basically, the the latest update on this this article saying that Nintendo issued a statement saying that Switch owners should only use official Switch products, um, which um, basically meant that people were saying that, well, then this update has deliberately bricked consoles using a third party source. Well, I could see Bollocks. the Yolks. conspiracy theorists are. Oh god, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. but I mean, it, it just obviously nothing. where. Where there is there is vagueness, yeah. conspiracy theory will always jump in to fill in, you know, logic yes, gaps. They so I'm not accusing, dark. I'm not saying Nintendo have done this liberty. Of course they haven't. That's insane. But um, you know, I think there's probably going to be a significant minority of people <laughs> whose whose consoles have suffered this fate um, who will think this. I'm sure, it, and that's up to them. I mean, first of all, you don't admit that it's your fault because then you might be liable to replace hundreds of switches. Well, Nintendo have said, I think there is somewhere in here, it did mention that anyone whose Switch is under warranty, they will will repair it, Uh, which should be everyone at this point. How long is the Switch warranty? Well, a year, year, I think. Mine isn't. Maybe. Yours isn't, right? But the, the thing about this is another company who famously were very anti third party peripherals was uh, Xbox. But whenever Xbox pushed out an update which bricked uh, stuff, they always bricked the third party peripherals. They never bricked the Xbox. Yeah, that was. So, yeah, yeah, this is, you know, if this was the, if it was the intention to try and push people away from the third party peripherals, they kind of fucked it a bit. Um, yeah, I, I don't think that's what it was for a second. Um, yeah. It makes sense for them to say. For now, we until we know what's going on, we know that the dock that you all have because it came with with one, we know that one works. So yeah. just use that one for now. Yeah, uh, which is a sensible thing for them to have said. They should say we're looking into it or something like that as well. Um, actually, I'm, I'm, I bet they did. But the the bigger problem for a lot of people with this is one that has been people have been worried about since. The, the Switch first came out, which is the people whose systems are bricked by this, even if they are under warranty, all of your game data is gone. Depending on how it's bricked, but yeah. More than likely. 
Uh, I mean, if, yeah. if it's a part needs replacing or something like that, and that part doesn't have anything to do with memory storage, then it's not necessarily going to result in the complete loss of everything. If it's a, a system crash and something in software corruption, that kind of thing, then, yeah, it's gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We, we need cloud saves. You need cloud saves or the ability. Yeah, cloud saves at the minimum. Um, or, you know, feeling that the ability to back up, you know, via USB, uh, which isn't ideal, but it's something. <laughs> it, it is something. Cloud backups are the, that's clearly the way to go with it. Yeah. Um, and I, I think we're going to be, we'll see in September when the thing launches, or is it mm. November? I can't remember Sometime when they said it was. There. Yeah, when the online service launches. It would be nice if there was some sort of cloud save as part of that, but in actual yeah. fact, it would be nice if we just all got cloud saves, whether yeah. we had the online service or not. Because how many hours have you put into Breath of the Wild? Uh, 145 oh. at the moment. Damn. Because still other games, you know. And if that little thing in your hand breaks... It's all gone. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Also your Switch. Yeah. I don't know if I'd bother doing it again. It might just yeah. break. Well, I mean, you have finished the main game, to be fair. I mean, it is literally just tidying up you're doing now, so I, you would feel quite as crushed. That is true. I've still got the DLC to do. That is the I, problem I've still then. got that, but we'll, we'll see. My Switch is fine right now, so it's it's all okay. Uh, I keep checking NintendoLife.com and YouTube to see if there's been a Nintendo Direct, but there hasn't yet. <laughs> oh, he's a dickhead. I know. it's. Uh, I'm a dick. Uh, it's just... <laughs> yeah, we'll move on. Let's move on. Away from Nintendo. Other stuff. Read it verbatim. Microsoft scared the shit out of a bunch of cunts by threatening to ban Xbox Live for accounts for swearing and shit then back off like a bunch of pussies. Right, so the problem is here. <laughs> Although Mike is quite right of saying that obviously this would affect people sort of who are being twatters on yeah. you know, on uh, multiplayer, that is not the full extent of what they were threatening to do. Yeah. They were threatening to ban people who swear over Skype, so that's me, essentially. And it's all of us. He, and even, oh, sort of, <laughs> no, but, um, well, no, I mean, it doesn't affect you. You haven't got Xbox accounts that you worry about. I have. This is, this I is have. Thing, well, yes, but... hang on, I have. I, I have got an Xbox Live and, account with a gamer score and, a, and trophies and all of that. And the last time you used it was... It's still connected to my Xbox 360, which is plugged in behind me right now. It's, yeah, but it, Emma uses Skype on her Xbox. So if oh, she swears yeah. on Skype, maybe yeah. that could cascade to, you know, they could also say, well, you did it on an Xbox. So, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah. So, and also, it says in the article, even if there is a swear word in a document I opened on the browser so if i open the document that we do the agenda on and it's got swear words that you've hopefully put in there mike that would also <laughs> lead to me being banned so um the yeah, they can't, I'm not gonna lie. i would very very much enjoy that um th there's no way that they were ever gonna do this that's no. the problem i mean they, uh, walk this see back people very went, 
Well, yeah, I mean, because they had to, because A, it's unenforceable, because everyone get, would get banned in about eight seconds flat if they were going to enforce it like they threatened to. And B, I mean, you know, if I call you two cunts, it's because I love you. It's not because yeah. I'm being mean, but they can't <laughs> distinguish it about that. So, you know, I get banned of saying a swear out of love. It's discriminating against people like me who were, you know, say swear words as a reflex yeah. rather than anything else. So, you know, it's... Um, yeah. Plus, you know, in a week, work. in sort of the weeks where uh, there are considerable concerns over online privacy and massive corporations, it would be slightly uh, dodgy for them to say, yeah, we're listening to all your calls. We're reading all your documents. What are you going to do about it? Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> and we're, we're punishing well, exactly. you I mean, for the, the use of words we deem to be wrong. Yes. Well, exactly. And, you know, I will notice that none of it is anything about, well, we're targeting racist abuse or we're targeting transphobic abuse or anything yeah. like that. It's just, no, if you just say any swear at all, banned. And as we know, whenever you ban, you know, there there is a thing. Uh, it's a, a, a sort of paradox that pops up is that whenever uh, companies issue or any kind of community issues, a thing like this, uh, the users are instantly like, well, what are the things we're not allowed to say? And then there is the conundrum of if we give them the list of things to say, they'll just see what's not on the list or find other creative ways to get around what's on the list. But if we don't give them what's on the list, then they'll say, well, you know, how can we uh, how can we uh, comply with rules that we don't know what they are? So the completely untenable situation to, you know, to bring about. Oh, uh, so stupid. I mean, well, how far would you go? So, like, if I make a let's play of things on Xbox on YouTube and I say a swear on YouTube, would you ban me retrospectively, for instance? There, there's and no this, way yeah. they were ever going to do this. No, this must be some stupid. sort of mistake or an intern put the wrong word on something. Or, well, Microsoft had a history of this kind of problem where uh, it was this popped up a good, well, a good few years ago now because... Yeah, Xbox 360 has been around longer than I care to think about. But uh, there was a point where they were banning like gamer tags with the word black or the word gay in them or queer. And that led to a lot of black or gay or queer people going, I'm black or gay or queer. And I don't consider it. A, I don't consider that to be a derogatory thing. Why did you ban me? <laughs> Yeah, it's... Microsoft having to go. Oh, this is more nuanced than we thought. We thought we could bring a hammer to the situation. <laughs> Sorry, well, about you know, that. I'm just a random person whose surname is Black. Oh, yes. now I'm banned. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh... <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So, migra- yeah, this is just one in a a nice a nice history of Microsoft. Yeah. Good intentions, cack-handed approach. Good, good luck for next time, though, Microsoft. And well done <laughs> yeah. for not doing it, really. Um, but to more racial abuse now, uh, this time on <laughs> Twitch. Um, yeah, I'll surprise. Now, I've not, I've not encountered these things. What, what are Right, so you, when you're on Twitch, as some people are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear it's all the rage at the it, dance halls. It is. It's what the kids are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can use are these like emoji things in chat? They're emojis, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and so they do sponsored ones and things like that. And they've done a deal with KFC whereby you can use an image of a bucket of KFC in your chat, mm-hmm. no problem there. Except 
Racist. Be- because this is the internet and uh, all of that. Is this a black people eating chicken thing? It yes. turns out I, in my shame, I, I pride myself on being a terrible, terrible person. In my shame, I had to have this explained to me. <laughs> <laughs> it it didn't occur to me. I've read I've read a practical guide to racism. It's a fucking great book. Everyone read it. Right. And I genuinely was like the the original article I read was on Kotaku and the opening paragraph was like, Twitch added a KFC emote. We all know where this is headed. And I was like, Where? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I read the whole article. I didn't fucking get it. And I had to have someone remind me that it turns out in America there is a stereotype that black people love chicken, fried chicken specifically. And then I remembered the Dave Chappelle routine about it. Yeah. But I was like, okay, so this is a you thing. I, I, I would side with anybody who has access to that food on a regular basis. I just, well, anyway, but yeah, so it's, I mean, I feel bad for everybody concerned, to be perfectly honest. KFC are just a place that sells chicken. They're not, they're, nobody's intended <laughs> oh, anything bad. Yeah. You know, they can't, like, so they can't use a picture of their product because some people will find its racist connotations. It, yeah. The world is such a shit place. I know. I find, yeah, this was the thing. The initial reaction were a lot of uh, black Twitch streamers. Uh, I'm amazed there still are any, considering the abuse they do face. Twitch really has become sort of far worse than YouTube ever was in terms of abuse. It can be incredibly uh, toxic. Incredibly. Uh, but like the first reaction, a lot of you know users are like, was just sort of that I cannot believe you know nobody you know thought about this before they put it in. It's like, well, we shouldn't have to. <laughs> we shouldn't have to take into consideration. Is this fucking 16-bit image of a box of fucking chicken gonna suddenly become the next racial epithet. It's a fucking (laughs) innocuous product. It's not. Don't get angry with Twitch. Don't get angry with KFC. Get angry with the fuckers using it in a negative connotation. Absolutely. This is nothing to do with anything wrong done by Twitch or KFC. It's not like they're making guns or drugs for kids. I don't think anyone in uh, Twitch was thinking, (laughs) yes, this this will teach them. (laughs) This will serve our secret racist master plan to upset black gaming streamers. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. Twitch are just like, oh, you'll pay us to have a thing. Okay. That Mm. that was it. And And I do have, when it comes to... Uh, I've been online for a long time, almost as long as the internet has been around. Not quite, but almost. And whenever I, I, I've been around long enough that whenever I enter any area where there is a comments section uh, or, you know, a, 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 a comment feed, anything, buyer beware, when you turn that thing on, you need to be ready. You need you know, it's a sad thing, but it's a reality that we kind of need. You need to expect that you're going to get some awful shit. Oh, some yeah. Terrible shit. This is why I don't have comments on things. I, I, yeah, this is why I have. It's been many, many years since I played on Xbox or any online game with my microphone turned on. 
Mm. The, the, I don't need to hear that shit. <laughs> the thing with comments on anything on the internet is nobody wants to tell you that they agree with you. Absolutely. They only want to tell you when they disagree with you and how shit you are. I that, am completely so, guilty of that, yeah. Yeah, so why have comments? I, I don't want to converse with anybody. I, I don't want to have a debate. I mean, especially if it's something on my blog. If I've put it on there, it's because it is my opinion. And I'm not going to have a debate with people over it after that. Yeah. The only, the best thing that you you can expect from like a comment section is questions. Yeah. Any opinion is probably not going to be helpful to you either, you know, emotionally or functionally. <laughs> Uh, you know, the only things that tend to work out are, how did you do that? Or how can I do this? See, uh, this is a company that could do with some banning Jesus, people based be... on words. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, this is the thing is that they've, because they do get banned based on words, they've co-opted the fucking emojis, you know, of innocuous shit. This is how the fucking Pepe or Pepe or whatever his name is, the frog yeah. got started. You know, he's a stoner frog. There is absolutely nothing racist about that frog, there is nothing reassuring about the frog, and well, yet the, it the, became the, the a symbol of, yeah, yeah. The creator of it is going around suing people now, yeah, uh, because he's, him, he's, he's absolutely distraught that his work has been perverted and used in that way by those people, and so yeah. he's, anyone who uses it is getting copyright takedowns and all that kind of thing. I did just think. I wonder if the ah, uh, I I so wish I had programming skills. It'd be great if there was a uh, some sort of YouTube or just comments filter that filtered out everything that wasn't in the form of a question, like a Jeopardy add-on. <laughs> just, you know, yeah. all the opinions are gone. The only thing that is left is people asking you things. You know, that would be great. Someone get on. That is, I mean, of all my shit ideas, that's the best. How hard can that be? Sentence ends with a question mark. That, yeah. that, that's got to be so hard. It's so easy to do. I could do that. Yeah, but that's incredibly open to exploitation, though, isn't it, surely? Because I could say anything and then just put right type of question mark at the end of it and it would get oh, that's through. that's true. Would you really go to that much effort, though? <laughs> well, if I was going to fuck someone off, yes. You, yeah. This is, oh, yeah. Yeah. This is kind of the person who just suggested they would get me banned for a laugh from Xbox if they think oh, if the, there's a swear word in a document. So you can shut up for a start. Yeah. See, <laughs> this is where all the bad people are on the internet. I wonder if Microsoft was going to take into account, you know, English, British swearing. Flaps! <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. They we, haven't shut down my machine yet. Yeah. We can make any word a swear word in English. Oh, it, it, helps to be, it helps yeah. to be British to do it. I think Americans can't do that. That, that is a no. British thing. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you see... Uh, that video of uh, John Burke shutting down Boris yeah. Johnson in the House <laughs> yeah. of Commons. Pure, you know, English. He, you know, absolutely every word was as polite as anything, but the, the entire subtext was, Boris Johnson, you are a cunt. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Chuck in a moment of exasperation once said that, fuck this for a game of brownies, which I thought was the funniest <laughs> thing I've ever brownies. heard. Yes. I'm imagining bowling them. <laughs> well, we could probably do that if I baked them, but um, yeah, I, was I, mean... of, I was thinking of the scouts, the brownies. <laughs> just getting them to stand in a tent formation and just fucking hoying a bowling ball at them. They always run away at the last second. <laughs> they do. 
They do. They don't have any staying power. I used to be in the brownies. That's true. So to sum up, if you're on Twitch and you're using things in racist ways, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, even during the GDCs, it's a fucking toilet. Well, I mean, that's the thing with the latest GDC that just just gone in January. They had like a you had to donate five bucks to be able to comment on their stream. Um, yeah, it did nothing. <laughs> yeah, it did nothing because people set up, you know, what's called the poverty streams, and it was just an absolute, like you say, an absolute cesspit. I I think if they're going to do that, you end up the. I remember hearing in. in hearing it was in a book and it was an audio book so i don't know if i read it or i heard it but the information uh, went from where it was fucking info. To in my brain yeah and it was a, a, a case of a a nursery a children's nursery who wanted to do something about parents being late picking up their kids at the end of the day and so what they did was they introduced a fine system so if you were if you weren't there to pick your kid up at 3 30 or whatever and they had to stay late to look after your kid then you got a fine and they found that doing that sent the number of late people through the fucking roof because they took it as well what i'm doing now is i'm paying for you to look after my kid for an extra half ah. an hour mm-hmm. so if there's the fine gonna, was cheaper yeah. than anything else so so if, if there's money involved people tend to think well i'm i'm owed that now so with the the comment thread if you've paid i bet people went on with yeah, well that's now, a good point. now i've paid, paid my five dollars i am gonna be fucking racist yes that's a very good point <laughs> that's a pretty cheap uh, barrier to entry yeah uh and so who knows but that's i wouldn't try that based on having heard about that experiment <laughs> it just makes people worse. You have to make. Well, I mean, I'll s- well, we'll see the results because obviously SGDQ, I presume, is happening. That will be in summer. I mean, so we're a couple of months away from that happening. So let's see what they decide to do then. If they do the same thing but make it twenty bucks, or, or they fuck it off entirely. Mm. I mean, yeah, I've never taken part in an SDD. I mean, any about aside from anything else. Any reasonably sized like community feed on YouTube or Twitch or anywhere, it goes at like a fucking mile a minute. Oh God, it's a you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's much more. I mean, as as interesting as it is to watch those events live, or you know, because obviously us being in a you know a time mm-hmm. zone many hours behind where they are. Yeah. A lot. I mean, for some reason, a lot of the games. I think, oh yeah, I'll watch that. It's at three o'clock in the morning, and just I'm not especially staying up for that. I mean, I'll wait it's for the much YouTube. easier. <laughs> wait for the YouTube. It will be on tomorrow, and it will be in a nice digestible chunk, and yeah. you can have it without all the Twitch guff and all that other stuff. So, yeah. I mean, it is fun. Like when I mean, because I watched um, uh, a, a playthrough, either the Tetris Grandmaster stuff. You ever watch any of that? I've seen some of it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It terrifies so, me. Yeah, oh god, it's, it's it's unbelievable. But I mean, watching the the Twitch reaction to people doing insane things in that is quite funny. But I mean, you know, if you're watching uh, a playthrough of someone playing like um, I watched someone play Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater, and like they were in a block, and it was like four o'clock in the morning their times. There were like two people watching, and the Twitch was dead. And it's like, who cares about? They just watch the watch the cleaned up YouTube one. It's much yeah. much more user friendly. Absolutely, absolutely. And I I gotta pave fucking special mention to uh facebook's live video thing where 
it's the most annoying thing. I've watched a few things back on it. Like, uh, I think I did watch a few uh, game streams back on it. And they do this thing where whenever people uh, like or love or dislike something, the, the fucking symbol for that floats across <laughs> the screen. Yeah. yeah. And you can't turn it off. So you're just being bombarded by these friggin' symbols. Uh, yeah, I mean, did you, did you see the, one of Theresa May doing a live thing on Facebook just oh, after God, the yeah. last general election? <laughs> it was just a sea of frowning faces. Just okay, you could well, barely you, see the stream. You're kind of selling me on the idea. It's <laughs> anything it, that Bobby, obscures Theresa May. Yeah, I'm for. no, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's it can oh. be very useful. Theresa May, two first names. Yeah, I mean that being said, please tune in and watch my 24-hour live stream that I'm going to do in Age of Charity in a couple of weeks' time. <laughs> what are you playing? What am I playing? Anything? I'm going to do oh, a bunch God. of different stuff. I mean, because last time I did it, I did like um, six four-hour blocks. I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I did four, six four-hour blocks of different things. So I'll probably do right. the same thing again. So um, list coming soon. Please donate. <laughs> <laughs> What else do we have on our list? Wireframe remo- story. Oh yeah, a company removed a microtransaction from a game because somebody used it too much, and they realised they'd created something that they shouldn't have created, and they took yep. it out. Yep. Uh, I first, I noticed this story. Uh, there's a a YouTube channel called No Clip. And they are they do sort of quite high uh, production value gaming documentaries. Uh, they sort of they tend to do them in segments, and they've been doing a, a series on Warframe, which I've never played. Never uh, I've noticed I noticed that like it was free to play on like the PlayStation Store. Uh, pretty much from the moment I think the PlayStation Four launched. But I decided to sit down and watch it, and I really enjoyed it. And they, uh, I think the third part of it was all about uh, how they did the, you know, they handled free-to-play. And they set, talked about this feature where you can have a little virtual pet in the game. It's like a dog. And it follows you around, and it helps you out during combat and stuff. But they introduced a system where you could pay real money. And... You pulled the lever and it generated a random fur pattern and color okay. for your pet. And the idea was people can, you know, randomize these things. They can play with that and then they can trade, you know, their own, their unique patterns and, you know, uh, designs that they get to other players. And within the first day of it going live, they realized that one user had pulled the lever 200 times at about 50p a pop. And whereas your EA might, you know, that's a great success for them. That would be shit. Look what we've done. That's amazing. Done, How can we push amazing. it further? They had the reaction of, we've created a slot machine. That's really bad. And they pulled the thing out, like, immediately. Uh, so it was just, it was... It was incredible seeing their reaction to this, you know, a games company whose reaction to creating a slot machine that exploited uh, addictive uh, personalities being, oh, we shouldn't do that. That's not good. Uh, It was somewhat refreshing. Um, I still don't want to play the game because it looks way too complicated for me. (laughs) 
Oh, it is. I think it's one of those. It's it is an incredibly sort of immersive. If you sort of choose to use it that way, it's incredibly immersive kind of. Um, it's one of those ones you kind of fiddle with it constantly, so you have your own setup and it's very in depth. So it's one of those. It's yeah. uh, it's it's a big deep dive. I think if you want it to be. Yeah, but it did seem like you know it seems from the documentary that if it made me feel like if you want to give Warframe a go and you're worried about microtransactions. At least, you know, they seem to be somewhat ethical about it. Uh, so it's something of a safe zone. Uh, and it was really interesting watching them talk about, you know, a bunch of other things about how they balanced uh, player progression. Because whenever they initially brought in microtransactions, uh, it was essentially pay to win. And they had it operating like that for a while, and they realized that's not working out at all. Players who are using the system... Players who can't afford to use the system hate it because it means that they are limited in what they can do and they're getting their ass kicked by players who can afford to use it. Players who can't afford to use it hate it because they're having to fucking use it to progress. So they completely rejiggered the whole thing and it seems like they're... It's like a three-year-old game at this point and they're still constantly uh, updating it and providing new content for people. So I would encourage people to check it out just based on the kind of, you know the impression that I got of the, of the developers. And I would encourage people to check out new clip. They've done some, I, I first started paying attention to them when they did a, a, a few things on the 2016 doom remake. Uh, and they, they cover loads of different aspects of, you know, the history of development. Uh, they did a whole episode on the music of doom, which is fucking awesome. And, uh, I'm, Currently was watching the one on the, they did on CD Projekt Red, the makers of The Witcher. And I'm really annoyed because I had to stop when I got to the one about The Witcher 3 because I don't want to spoil that. And thankfully, they did put up a massive spoiler warning. Although, to be fair, I kind of expected their episode on The Witcher 3 to kind of spoil one or two things about The Witcher 3. That's fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, really great YouTube channel. Uh, entirely uh, Patreon supported. And it's hosted by an Irishman. An Irishman? Danny O'Dwyer. You don't get much more Irish than that name. You really yeah. don't get much more Irish than Danny O'Dwyer. It's, uh, yeah, although it is dangerously close to Danny Dyer. I know, I thought that as well. He's yeah. like the Irish Danny Dyer. Yeah. Considerably less of a cunt. <clears throat> Couldn't be more of one. Just... <laughs> it's hard to be. It's I know, I, be. I bet Danny Dyer's a lovely bloke. I, 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 you know, I, well, is he going to be a cunt you know here if you just sat next to him terrible. in the pub or whatever? You know, I bet he's, I bet he's totally harmless and perfectly enough, polite yes. and personable, and we all make fun of him because he's got a voice and stuff. But we, we, we liked him in that yeah. that first film that I can't remember the name of the one about I don't, drugs. <laughs> I don't think I've Human ever traffic. seen any Danny Dara film. Human traffic. I, I'm going to look this up. I don't think I've ever seen a film featuring Danny Dyer. He was I... in a god-awful piece of shit with Gillian Anderson, of all people. Oh. I haven't I... seen it, but I know it involves Gillian Anderson doing something appalling to somebody with an uh, iron fire poker. Emma, I am already erect. You don't yes. need to push Danny Dyer. Yes, you had me at Gillian I Anderson. Lie. I have. We did like him in that film, Severance. Severance was really good. It is good, actually. You're right. It was, damn. God damn it. I hate that. I like Danny, I like Danny Dwyer. Danny Dyer now. <laughs> you see it. how similar the names are, Danny O'Dwyer? Danny yeah. Dyer. I've yeah, seen alarmingly many. 
of these. I've seen. I've seen. Oh, is he in Hollyoaks? Okay, listen uh, to that. Of course, he was. Uh, I've actually not seen many of these. He's made a lot of films. God, he, he has did. made a lot of films. I mean, they'll mostly be straight to video. I would imagine. Yeah, it is mostly people. You know, people call each other slags. Outlaw. Yeah. I've seen that. It has Sean Bean. You'll never guess what happens to him. <laughs> my brother calls him the living sp- <laughs> happily ever after my brother calls him the living spoiler yeah <laughs> that's good oh he was in San- oh god I didn't know that he was in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas yeah and keep- and Vice City same Bloody character hell. yeah oh right the rock star god almighty of course huh. yeah the rock star yeah Severance and that I did not see him in Skins because I stopped watching Skins after a while I think the the best film he's been in is Human Traffic. I haven't seen Human Traffic. I have seen Severance. Do you know what? I I don't know if you're old enough for Human Traffic to have... Right. If you ever took a load of E and and went to (laughs) nightclubs and then house parties and stuff, then Human Traffic is a film that will mean a great deal to you. If you haven't, (laughs) you'll be bored for an hour and a half. Okay. Is it, it like, is, the, is it like rave culture type people? Is it, it the 90s era, 90 eras Quadrophenia type thing? Yeah. I watched Quadrophenia. I fucking hated it. Yeah. It's like that. I, I, Alison and I, I seen watching what, I that film. I actually with a friend over Quadrophenia. Oh, that's, that's a lot. It's just a film. He, he, re, he really loved Quadrophenia and he was absolutely pissed off that I did not like it. <laughs> It was weird. People got to deal with that shit. But we yeah, it's, it's then he moved away. I wonder it, where Rory is now. <laughs> Somewhere with Quadrophenia on Blu-ray. <laughs> on a loop. <laughs> bright, on a loop. going round and round in circles yeah. on a moped. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Human Traffic's a great film. And if you, if you're of the right age and life experience, you sit there laughing with that. I've had that conversation a thousand times, and uh, and the bit where Howard Marks. Uh, it it stops the film and Howard Marks appears and explains the politics of which way the spliff gets handed and to oh. whom and why and all this sort of <laughs> thing. All the unwritten rules that everybody's very much aware of as to where that spliff is going to be passed. And you yeah. But if you've never done that, it's fucking meaningless. Yours is an ancient and beautiful culture. Exactly. <laughs> now it's the i think the current thing it's just a load of kids huffing glue or something now i don't know what they do now yeah our generation uh, is not gonna have nitrous oxide from we're not gonna have together. a dubstep quadrophenia that's yeah. not gonna happen and other news is this is a, a uk chain okay a game store granger games and my god you don't know it either i don't know no. it either 21 I, stores I, never never have i heard of this chain there's one in Someone, wakefield i lived there for three years Someone threw it up in the, the news channel. Mike. I thought, it was other Mike. Other Mike. Yes, my 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 greatest show in the galaxy compatriot. <laughs> but yeah, I thought this was like a UK. You know, I had never heard of them before. Nah, me neither. Me neither. But apparently, they're chain. They're shutting all of their all of their stores. Well, tw- that twenty one out of seventy six so far have been shut. Hang on, they've got. There were seventy six of these. I know. Yeah, apparently, I want to see. Where are they? Are they all mainland? Or uh, let's have a look. Um, that <laughs> fifty-eight of them are in Guernsey. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you would think like then there'd be one in Leeds or something, or or Bradford, or both. In, in fact, London. 
you'd think between us, one of us had been to a big enough city or town What's to have seen it- one of these. What's weird is they all appear to be sort of north of Sheffield, Sheffield and higher, and then they stop when they get to Scotland. <laughs> they, Very they've, odd. they've built this all the of their shops. Relish of game, game it, shops. It is. I mean, they've but, built all of their shops in the north. They're, they're like a Yorkshire company. There were something. three within half an hour's drive of me. There's a, a Wakefield, a Castleford, a Selby, a Dewsbury. And honestly, these are like half an hour, forty-five minutes away. What? And I have no idea. I wonder why they closed. Yeah, three in Sunderland, a whole bunch. Around. Three in Sunderland, Sunderland. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they they're like, and they're all clustered. Bloody hell! So yeah, this it's is weird. a really weird, like, incredibly localized gaming franchise. Very or odd. Game shop franchise. Yeah, I mean the the, the outline. Of, there's one just outside Hadrian's Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Literally next to the gift shop. Yeah, in t- <laughs> yeah, it's in the Maltings near Tweedmouth. <laughs> I've been to uh, many places along Hadrian's Wall. Obviously, never a Granger Games, though. Unfortunately, uh, I tend not yeah, to buy computer so, games when I'm on holiday. So, so we, yeah, we, um, I, we don't mean for anyone to whom Granger Games was a cornerstone of of your gaming life. We, we don't mean to be insensitive. Or we indeed, if you work there and you, you're now unemployed, but yeah, we, I, th- I feel we'll get along without Granger Games because we've been doing okay so far. Speaking of about they'll the all be bought by CDXs. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because um, just a bit of local intelligence. As I was uh, walking about our our local little shopping centre here, oh, that's entertainment, which is the physical embodiment of Music Magpie, seems um, to be in sort of a closing down mode. Without saying so, because I I hadn't been there for a while and uh, when i walked by they had a big sign up saying they weren't accepting any exchanges um i went in the shop everything and i do mean everything was 25% off and all of the consoles and big ticket items had suddenly disappeared out of the shop so i think um, they may not be long for this world interesting ah. so so teaming up with pineland didn't save them well, well, I mean, talking of which, I mean, our, our, our Great Yarmouth is going to be entirely pound shops and vape, vape shacks, I think, soon, because our big VHS... You see what you're doing? You see what you're doing, Rich? Yeah, yeah, it's me. Um, Sorry. There's eight, eight vape uh, places in Yarmouth. <laughs> I mean, literally, I could walk to about five in ten minutes at the moment, and... Um, where our BHS was is going to be a pound stretcher. Our Staples is now a pound stretcher. There's two pound lands in Yarmouth already. This sounds quite so, like Keithley, you know. Yeah. Oh, it sounds They're, considerably like Belfast. There would are you like imagine? Yeah. five or six vape shops in Keithley. And Keithley is two streets of town. Really. It's, it feels, it's, you can't spend half like, an hour there. I remember this happening... 10 years ago when the financial crisis, when, you know, the credit crunch uh, first hit back in 2008 and suddenly, you know, a lot of places went out of business very quickly. It feels like the same thing has happened again, except without the credit crunch, a whole bunch of like big name, you know, high street stores and Granger games have suddenly gone out of business. Uh, there's an awful lot of empty uh, retail space all of a sudden. <coughs> well, I mean, as well, enormous <clears throat> retail spaces because our yeah. BHS was humongous. So, I mean, I'm not sure how Pound Stretcher contends to fill it. So, with shit. 
With shit, yeah. So basically, everything in Yarmouth is either going to cost a quid or um, you can smoke it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, though, the latest vape shop has got a little calf in it as well. So, you know, you can go and inhale inhale various things and have a cup of tea at the same time, which is quite innovative of them. Uh, The other thing that's happening to Yarmouth as well is at the moment, there's a lot of mysterious stickers with a binary code upon it at the moment. And I Googled it and the binary code leads to some sort of hippy dippy. The aliens are coming to take us away sort of. Um, Heaven's Gate website. Uh, Yeah, so I thought if this was a Scientology bridge, I was like, mate, there's no money in Yarmouth. Everyone is either smoking it or spending it on... Does Yarmouth not have a Scientology centre? No, it doesn't. Belfast does. We protested the shit out of them, but they stuck around. (laughs) I absolutely refuse to believe that an intelligent species would travel millions, if not billions of miles across the galaxy to take people from great fucking Yarmouth (laughs) <laughs> not ha- not a thing not a thing not a thing no not ever and and if they do i want to debate the term intelligent life mm-hmm. so try was- and debate the people who put them stickers over bloody everything exactly literally my i went i went to the asda which is kind of a bit of a walk from us about 15 minutes and i saw about a dozen of these stickers on every flat surface on my route and it was print re- off. <laughs> hey, th- this is nothing gaming related. Did you see the flat Earth rocket guy took off in his rocket and didn't kill himself? That's kind I'm of amazing. Astonished he didn't kill himself. Yeah, it worked. I mean, he's someone not in space with, or anything. Because it is kind of amazing yeah. that someone with such an impressive, apparently handling of you know engineering has such a poor grasp of physics. <laughs> exactly. I don't How understand you- what it was going to prove. <laughs> nothing. Because Nothing. you cannot prove that the Earth is flat. Because, mm-hmm. well, it isn't. So, well, I mean, especially at the height he got his rocket to, which I think was something like fifteen hundred feet, and they were like, "Mate, you could have just gone up the mountain that isn't far from where you launched, which is like three thousand feet, and gone yeah. twice as high." Not, not a height you'd want to fall from, but a height that's fairly non-impressive, nevertheless. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he, I mean, he hurt himself a bit, but he didn't die or anything. So, well done. I literally there. thought, crazy you know, I thought they'd be sweeping him into three bin bags. So fair oh, enough, to have been, I suppose. I'm kind of disappointed. I'm honest. Yeah, we kind of expected an ignition, but no, it <laughs> yes, just, it worked. Can um, we upload it to YouTube? No, maybe live leak. Yeah, <laughs> we need something a bit scummier. Uh, anyway, that's all the news this week. That's yep. all of it. Uh, but I'm excited for that because I want to talk to Emma about her new thing. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Emma basically, after last week's show, talked herself into purchasing a 2DS <laughs> Um So I had a, an old 3DS, like the old little one, and... Mm-hmm. You know, I blew the dust off it a while ago and I was sort of fiddling around with, you know, because I've got some games and stuff. And I was like, dude, why am I peering at this tiny screen and paying for something that gives me a headache? I'm trade it in. And um, yeah, I got myself a, a lightly used 2DS XL um, for a little bit of money off. So yeah, I was quite pleased. Excellent. Um, it's lovely. Um, it's lovely. Um, it's what really surprised me, actually, it's really light. So mm. it really doesn't yeah, make right. you, you know, it doesn't sort of make you, because sometimes with those things, obviously, because you're holding it, yeah. the angle you're holding it at, it sort of makes it, you know, makes your arms a bit tired after you hold it for a while. It's lovely and light. 
Oh, if it was really nice in the hand, um, you, I mean, for me, it does. Oh, shut up! It doesn't. Um, I mean, it, I don't ever. I was never going to miss the the 3D aspect of it, but um, yeah, it just it, it's really nice. And uh, yeah, I've sort of dug back into uh, some of the games I was enjoying. I've started replaying the Professor Layton series, so yeah, I love it. It's great. I've been wanting because to try. You didn't the- get any actual games with it, did you? <laughs> No, I didn't, because I say I've got a bunch uh, that I haven't played for an age. So I thought, well, while I'm sort of, I mean, I have got a couple of things on order. So while I'm waiting for them to come, um, I've got uh, a link link between worlds on the way and uh, Luigi's Mansion 2 on the way. That's a good couple of games, that. I, I did enjoy Link Between Worlds. Luigi's Mansion, I have one complaint about, and it's one that has stopped me putting it back in the machine, even though it's actually really a good game. And it's it does the whole you got killed restart the level and oh, right. there's a lot of I can't be bothered to do all the inane bullshit that I've become really good at because I've done it a thousand times just to get to this monster to kill me. <laughs> so I will get back right. into it and it's it is a good game you'll enjoy it. I'm looking forward to playing the first one on 3ds again, um, even though I've got it on GameCube. Uh, I'm just. Yeah. Do you know I'm what? So- While we've been talking, I've been looking at 3DS games on Music Magpie. No one buy these. These are fucking horribly <laughs> priced. Really? Eighteen ninety nine for a Yoshi's New Island Nintendo Selects. Uh. Brand new. That's yeah. fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I did manage to get both those for a tenner each on eBay. So that's where I got mine because um, I say you can buy those new sort of off Amazon for that price. I mean, uh, when I went to, uh, like I say, I did sort of the rounds of our secondhand game retailers, and they're all selling them for twenty quid. Mm. So I thought, oh hell no, I'll get both of them for twenty quid. Thanks very much. Um, I'll tell you what, I can't find at all uh, physically a physical copy of this is uh, any of the Ace Attorney games. Oh, really? like hens teeth. There are no physical copies, not European ones. Huh. Well, there Weird. are, but they're extremely expensive. Like, if you look it up on eBay, I mean, people are asking yeah. stupid money for them. Um, are they Are they definitely European releases? Yeah, definitely, like, the PAL releases of them. And, but, yeah, I mean, because they want 50 quid for them. Bloody hell. I mean, especially when, the, you know, I mean, I would do oh, like, DS, I mean, like right. you guys... Sorry, they're, they're DS ones. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm right. The ones for the 3DS never got a physical release here, but they are oh, all. Right. I think they're on offer in the store as we speak. Yes, they are, which is why I, I picked them up because the Ace <laughs> Attorney trilogy, um, I'll say, it, I wouldn't have got them if, in fact, they weren't on offer because. Um, Obviously, the offer is is limited time for now. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to come up again, but I thought, you know, I, I sort of knew that and I sort of part that in my brain. But I thought that, you know, the, the first Ace Attorney game has been out for an age now. Mm, I think yeah. it came out in like 2004, 2005, something like that. And I thought, well, surely there's a bazillion of these knocking around and people will be wanting to get rid of them. Nope. Hmm. I mean, I'm literally sort of 15 quid, 20 quid, 25 quid. Like, I mean, because I'm sort of interested in playing them because – there's a Professor Layton and Ace Attorney crossover game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, having played a lot of the Professor Layton ones, I want to sort of catch up with Ace Attorney <laughs> to so I can meet them in the middle. I'm but, just yeah, curious. I'm, I asked this question knowing I just I haven't actually done this myself, but I do have to ask the question. Emma, yeah, have, have you watched any of the uh, Ace Attorney live action films? 
yeah, I know there's anime and stuff like that. No, I no. haven't. Live action. Uh, oh, live action. Yeah, oh, no. I've seen clips action. of that. Yeah, I've seen clips. Yeah, it does. It. Yeah. Yeah. The hair is incredible. <laughs> that was gonna say, that was exactly yeah. what I was thinking about. Is the hair? <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So, but the problem is, I mean, if you want to buy a physical these things in physical copies of these games, I mean, that came out here. I mean, I acknowledge there's stuff that's in Japanese, and you know, fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're looking at like high hundred pounds mm-hmm. to get the full Ace Attorney back catalog on phys- in, on physical copy. So yeah, they've there's like an Ace Attorney trilogy, which is the first three games on the Nintendo e- like digitally and it's 10 quid. Hmm. I mean, come on now. But I mean, you as much think- as I'd like to have the physical copy of them, I, you know, it's, it's just stupid to pay that amount of money for them. Yeah. 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 Th- this sale in the store is actually pretty good right now. I'm thinking yeah. some money might be dropped on this in a little bit. I was just, I was just thinking, considering, uh, uh, places like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, CX game? No, um, the France. limited run places. Limited run. Would they yeah. do 3DS games? Yeah, considering they are doing Switch cartridges, which Switch cartridges and 3DS cartridges, not that dissimilar. Well, not maybe internally, but physically, they're very dissimilar. Are they? Yeah. I thought they yeah. were kind of the same. All no, right. 3DS cartridges are bigger, much bigger. Oh, weird. And also, I mean, because obviously <laughs> the, the, when you save on a on a 3DS, I mean, they're, they're solid state, so the save has to stay on the physical cartridge. It, True. It's, True it's, some, so... of, some, of, some saves stay on the cartridge, others stay on the console. And I, I think it must, it must be down to the developer. Oh, and, okay. I didn't realize that because yeah. I, I didn't know that either. ones that had solid state, so. Right. Yeah. So, so some of them do, some of them don't. It, it's weird. It, it is weird because there, there's been some uh, some pre-owned games that I've had where you have to reset the cartridge and others where no no such problem exists, that kind of thing. But, the but yeah, yeah, the games don't drop in price ever. Yeah. Um, That's super weird. I I just got Majora's Mask for my birthday in January. It was thirty nine ninety nine for Majora's Mask. Seems the only way they they drop in prices if Nintendo put out you know the Nint- Nintendo's classic version of it. Yeah. I yeah. I mean, I still hold out the dream for the old Zelda games being remade in the Breath of the Wild engine. But, yeah, I know it's t- um, t- total fantasy. I, there's no reason for me to think it will ever happen. I just I wish that it yeah. did. Because I, oh. right? If they brought out a game and said, look, if they just dropped a Nintendo Direct and it had the dude saying we've remade Link to the Past with Breath, and it looks like Breath of the Wild, it's sixty quid. Bye. That, that's <laughs> it. There's your biggest selling game of that year. That that's another ten million consoles sold, surely. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I think the problem is with like you say, it I mean, because with with the Xbox and, and PS4, I think everything sort of drops proportionally. So say something's been out for a while. I mean, if something's been out for a year, I mean it starts at fifty quid, it sort of goes down in five quid increments, and by the time you end up in game after it's been out for about sixteen months, it's nine ninety nine sort of almost whatever fallout doom far cry 4 all of these will be a tenor eventually but um and in the case of fifa you can accelerate that process you know yes it all takes place in a week (laughs) yeah exactly but i mean with with nintendo with the 
I mean, with with your Zeldas and your Marios and sort of popular franchises like Professor Layton, Ace Attorney, all of these sort of things that people really like, they stay high priced forever. No matter how many mm. copies of these things exist. If you want to copy a cooking mama, no problem, mate. That is a quid. <laughs> but um, yeah, these other things seem to stay at the almost at RRP for life, essentially. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. It's weird. I feel I'm actually saving up money by buying them. Not saving money, saving up money. I've just turned that money <laughs> into Nintendo cartridge form. And one day I'll be able to sell it for pretty much what I just paid for it. You will never do that. Oh, I won't sell them. Not willingly, no. <laughs> well, that's the problem, because no one will sell them. Um, people are sitting on their Ace Attorney you know, gold, gold mine and thinking, yeah. ah, one day... Yeah, they so are. basically, in, in 35 years, we'll be watching Antiques Roadshow with, I don't know, Declan Donnelly's kid in it. And, um, you know, it'd be someone like their Smurf collection coming on with their pile of Ace Attorney games. And they're like, yeah, you're like the eighth person I've seen today with those. They'll be 50p the lot. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I think that will happen. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, there's still so, so many that's, games. That's basically all I've been doing is this week is uh, Fair in gaze, gazing in joy at my uh, at my 2DS and uh, playing Professor Layton on it, uh, which is loads of fun. I mean, it, the thing is, though, it's sort of the 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 time the the length of time has passed since I played them last. That I've forgotten all the all the puzzles, so um, I've had to think about them all again <laughs> and uh, remember how shit I am at maths questions. Um, but uh, other than being made to feel stupid by a game aimed at eight year olds, um, apparently, uh, yeah, they're loads of fun still. So enjoying that. I I do want to have a go at those they're at fun. some point. Yeah. I, I I fancy a go, and plus they're they're kind of a staple of the 3ds library. You know, I feel I'm missing out. Yeah, they on... came out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> sort of became that. Yeah, like so. The first the first three are quite cheap. So basically, there's two trilogies. So there's like a, the first three, and then the second three are like a prequel to the first three. Right. Um, so because the first they split three... it up among different characters in the franchise, yeah. there was it was. Uh, what's his face? He's attorney, and then there was Apollo Justice, which is the one I always remember, <laughs> and then Miles Edgeworth, and then yeah, that- some other person. <laughs> Yeah, that's Ace Attorney. This is Professor Layton I'm talking about. So. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Whoops. Yep. I got So, yeah, you're, you're right. So, it's basically the same format. So, with yeah. Professor Layton, so the first three are quite cheap. You can get them on the on the second-hand market pretty – about five or each, sort of. So, Curious Village, um, Pandora's Box, and The Lost Future, that's the PAL names. They have different names in America, so buy beware. <laughs> but, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's the first three. Those are quite cheap. The second three, so um, that's uh, Spectre's Call, um, the uh, Miracle Mask, and Azran Legacy. The sixth one, so the Azran Legacy, is still extremely expensive. That's RRP still, even though it came out a few years ago. Can um, I just ask, are the American names considerably dumber than the non-American uh, yes. names? I mean, yeah. so Pandora's box is called the Diabolical Box. So it's a Sorcerer's Stone situation? Okay. It is a Sorcerer's you. Stone situation, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the second trilogy is much more expensive. So what I would say is if you want to try these, go get the first three, the first canonical three, because they're much cheaper. And if you don't like them, then you aren't spaffing a load of cash on the second bunch of three. Because um, then there's the spin-off characters one, and then there's the crossover one between Professor Layton and Ace Attorney. Yeah. So there's like eight of them all together if you take the crossover one. So 
yeah, there's there's quite a backlog. So you better like them, is what I'm saying, <laughs> before you sort of commit. So yeah, get the Curious Village. Um, it's funny, the closest always- thing this reminds me of is comic books. Because I have been yeah. making reading orders of like long-running comic book series, and yeah, because it's it's that kind of fucking thing of trying to figure out, okay, where does this crossover with that? And did that happen before this or this? And this side character is that canon? What the fuck's happening? Why have I been sitting in front of my computer for four fucking hours? Yeah, I mean, it, well, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, it's you're quite right. I mean, the fact me and my brother explained to my mum last week that she needs to watch eighteen films before Infinity War comes out. <laughs> oh, the poor thing. Yeah. Um, so don't worry, went, the latest one's no, the best. About it. <laughs> <laughs> Which you can't buy on Blu-ray yet. Um, and it hasn't leaked. Damn it. <laughs> uh so yeah i said you'd only take you 36 hours mum crack on um so um yeah it's, I, was, I was about to say I, and i i stand by this that 36 hours i could knock that out in a day <laughs> <laughs> i could compress 36 hours into 20 <laughs> i can manage it yeah yeah so well basically so i'm saying is pick the curious village up it'll be about you get about fiver on ebay sort of there's loads of copies of it um try that and it's one of those cases that apart from the azran legacy basically all the games are in that format as well if you walk around a mysterious place you talk to people in the village they always have a puzzle you solve the puzzle move on so it's um it's a if you don't really like if you, you sort of try the curious village you don't really sort of like that format i can't recommend the rest of the series to you cool well i'm i'm just so pleased for you that you've got a a DS platform like, thing again. I feel like I can't get one now because if we all have a Nintendo platform, we will be accused of horrible, horrible bias. That there is that, but also I'd be able to play Zelda Triforce Heroes with two other people that weren't strangers. That could be a thing. Emma, can we make a pact now to only ever play that game with each other and never him? <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> You've got to play with yeah. other people. I'm not playing with strangers, even if I don't have to talk to them. That's not you fun. You want to just spam the place with KFC emotes? <sighs> no, because apparently KFC Nintendo now. saw that coming and were clever enough not to put <laughs> that in. I was going to say, you want to keep it real for South London and put a Morley's Fried Chicken emote in there for us, please. Yeah. That's the that's the yeah, South yeah, London, the, the famous South London, well, it's famous in my neck of the woods, uh, uh, KFC approximate chicken franchise. Um, Morley's fried chicken. Was Morley a, a colonel? Did he? Was he a military? I don't man? know. I don't know if he had a military <laughs> rank. So he does. He is missing out from that for the colonel. So, what? The, my favorite. Do you want to know my favorite KFC fact? Right. Check this Go out. The K. The KFC Twitter account. You know, there's eleven herbs and spices. Yeah. They follow eleven people called Herb. And oh spices. my god! That's all they follow. <laughs> that is quite good. That is that is that that is rather good. They have a good sense of humour over there. Yes. So, Mike, what have you been playing then? Uh, a couple of things. Uh, the first thing, what uh, I finished it off last week. Uh, and I only found, I found out of this my relationship with zero punctuation with uh, with one Mister Yahtzee is that I forget that he exists for about four or five months. <laughs> And then I go and I binge like all of the ep- half, you know, the episodes that he's done this year in one go. And one game stuck out to me, uh, not just because it has a stupid fucking name, but because it made it onto his best games of 
2017 list. And it seemed like it might be a laugh. Its name is A Hat in Time. Okay. That is, that is a stupid fucking name. Uh, well, it's a cr- yeah. If it's a game about a hat traveling through time, yeah, no, then it's a fairly uh, apt name. It's uh, it is a crowdfunded uh, platformer uh, based on '90s nostalgia. Do you remember how pissed off I was with Ukulele? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hat in Time is fucking brilliant. It's fantastic. It's uh, I've I've seen a bunch. I read a bunch of reviews about it, and the best one that uh, sums it up pretty much perfectly. Super Mario Sunshine 2. It's uh, it, it borrows that format very heavily. You drop into a world. There are multiple chapters within that world uh, where you have to get... Uh, in this game, it's R glasses you're trying to get through. And it starts with a very solid foundation of just really, really good platforming and level design. Uh, you have a double jump, which is classic, but then you can do a forward dive, like Mario can uh, and that gets you distance and then you cancel out of that dive to land on platforms or cling onto the edges of things if you don't cancel out of them if you bump into a wall you will bump off it and won't grab onto it so it starts really simply and then they start adding in uh, abilities which are hat based so for instance uh, one of the first ones you get is a hat which you start off with a hat that shows you where the next uh, timepiece that you're looking for is. So it's very bare bones, doesn't give you any extra abilities. Honestly, once you've completed the first level, you will never use it again. Then you get a hat which, uh, when you're wearing it, allows you to sprint really quickly. Right. Then you get one which allows you... It's so weird because as you're going through, (laughs) some of them are just bizarre. There are platforms on in the game which have little blue platforms, and they have an ice logo on them. And the idea is that whenever you get the ice hat, you <laughs> you put on the hat, you turn into a giant ball of ice, which causes the platform to catapult you over to somewhere inaccessible otherwise. Uh, then you have uh, hats which allow uh, platforms to sort of come into existence while they're activated, all this sort of thing, and it's just wrapped around this brilliant uh, level design and a fantastic sense of humor. It's really, it is wonderfully cute the way it's all set up. You're you, you're a little girl traveling through space in her little bizarre, <laughs> you know, put together spaceship, and someone raps on your window, <laughs> opens your door, and steals all your timepieces. So you have to go down and recover them all. It's genuinely charming. It's the the levels are really varied and really interesting. There's a whole bunch of different gameplay uh, styles. Uh, they're like the first the first world is pure platforming, but then the second one it starts off with you breaking into a movie studio, and then it branches off into paths where in one path you have to do a murder mystery aboard a train. And the other has you leading a uh, a parade in your honor. Uh, the third world is horror based, and it is genuinely like genuinely there is a level in that which is really quite frightening. <laughs> like tonally, there is a bit of a problem <laughs> in that regard, but it's uh, it remains really fun throughout. The only thing about it is it's a bit short, right? Like the standard of like Mario uh, collectibles is 120. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, a hat in time has 40. So it's it's about the third the length of a... I, I think I knocked it out in about 12 hours. Uh, and that's with getting every single uh, timepiece. And it really is fantastic. If you, if you like Mario Sunshine uh, uh, in particular, I would not hesitate to go and grab it because it it wears that uh that what do you call it homage very on you know on its sleeve and it it's brilliant for it uh the other thing that i was I, I, apart from that i've been playing more axiom birch which i'm really enjoying <laughs> i haven't made huge progress in it but it's a uh, i heard you talking about it last week after i had talked about it the week before yeah it's, and now we're talking about it here <laughs> yeah it's still my game i've been playing this week because uh, yeah, it's I was, I was kind of envious of you because I realized that as I was uh, playing it, because I'm playing it on PC, I realized that if I had a Switch, I would be playing it more because of the sort of the ability to pick it up and just play because I've been having computer problems this week. Yeah. Uh, I angered my computer uh, by putting a four terabyte hard drive in it. Oh. Yeah. So that's uh, why you had the uh, the, the, the uh, stomach turbulence the uh, the vortex you opened by putting a four terabyte hard drive in it. it that could be what it is yeah my you disrupted my, the space time continuum around yourself and I did I absolutely did yeah bizarrely my uh, I've had a two terabyte media drive which is for TV and film and it's been like over the past year it's been dangerously close to full I've been having to delete old stuff uh, you know uh, just to keep putting on new stuff and. I noticed over the past few weeks, you ever, I'm sure car owners get this, where like the car makes a different noise. Yeah. And it's not something that anyone else can pick up on, but you know something's going on. So last week I decided, right, I'm going to, I can't delete anything else. Uh, I'm just going to buy a four terabyte drive. It arrived. I pulled out the two terabyte, shoved in the four terabyte, and I started copying stuff over. And immediately, I realized that that drive is really on its last legs. Like loads of files are, they're all video files. So they're all quite large. They're like loads of them are corrupted. So I've been having to copy them over, uh, you know, one at a time, not one at a time. I had the problem initially that windows does a really annoying thing. Say you're copying a file from one place to the other. Mm. And, that file is corrupt. Windows won't stop trying to copy that file. It will just continue to try to copy it until time itself dies. And well, if you manually try, if you manually try to uh, stop copying that file, if you try to, sh- you know, if you hit X to close the little copy window, it won't stop. It will crash Explorer, and Explorer is everything. <laughs> So any other copying that you've been doing that is going on successfully in the background, it just it just stops mid-copying. So I had to buy a – well, not buy. I had to download a, a wonderful program called TerraCopy, which is uh, basically it replaces Windows Explorer copy. And if it can't copy a file, it'll skip it, and that's nice. Yeah. So that's what I've been doing. I literally – today, literally, I finished copying the – uh, stuff over, and I've, I'm now you know working on replacing what's missing. So I've been afraid to run any uh, you know games while that's been going on uh, because I feel I've already angered something enough. Fair Very enough. much a first world problem. Very much yeah. a first world problem. Yeah. 
Woe is me. I've had to replace a bunch of American Dad episodes. Weep for me. Well, are you still watching American Dad? I weep for you. American Dad is... I would, If you had said Family Guy, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. American Dad's still brilliant. Is it still good? I haven't watched oh, it for good. ages. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's still good. I gave yeah. up on Family Guy a couple of seasons ago. I still watch Family Guy, but I wouldn't champion it. <laughs> fair enough. American Dad's very good. <laughs> well, you took one of mine anyway then yeah. <laughs> the axiom verge thing which is yeah that's been the main game it's pulled me in i'm kind of stuck at the moment i can't figure out where the fuck i'm supposed to go next but it's coming I have together only one criticism of it and that is the uh the fact that the blocks which can be drilled uh are indistinguishable from blocks which cannot be drilled yeah they are you're right which is very annoying, which means that your only recourse to find hidden areas is to rub yourself against every wall until one of them gives way. And also, there are hidden walls. There are walls which don't need to be drilled. You just rub yourself against them and you'll pass through them. I got the flamethrower gun that way by accidentally jumping into a wall. I need to discover more about that. I have got a map yeah. of where those points are off the yeah. internet because I'm not spending that much time <laughs> i haven't that. given into that i did look up how to beat a boss because i was struggling but uh yeah uh and the soundtrack's fucking brilliant oh the soundtrack's incredible it really is it's it's really good i'm going to take this moment there is on my website on techsportrich.com i've got a video up about this game go for it yeah yeah so uh go techsportrich.com everybody just the soundtrack because it starts off very like homage to you know it's very 8-bit or very 16-bit, you know, chiptune type music. But then I entered a new area and all of a sudden I was like, those are vocals. There's like glitchy vocals in the background. I was like, oh, this is awesome. There's there's all kinds of stuff. It's it's really good. I find yeah. it hard to fault any of this game. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, it's, it's really good. Um, other than that, I have been playing some more Human Fall Flat, which is also entertaining. <laughs> I heard you. I heard your review of that last week. I haven't heard any of the music of that. <laughs> it's fucking depressing. Uh, again, there's a video of it on my website. Uh, so go and, go and have a look, because okay. I rant about it on there. Um, but it's it's a fun game. It's just like controlling a drunk toddler or something <laughs> like that. Um, and you just, the thought you have to put into to like, right, stand there, extend right arm. Ah, there it is. Okay, don't let go with that now. While holding on to that, extend left arm. Ah, okay. And it's very methodical like that, but you, it's fun so far. It, it sounds like Twister, but without the benefit of maybe getting to rub up against someone who you like. There is that element. Um, no, it's it's just a fun puzzle game. Um, I had some fun with a catapult last night, because uh, you can. <laughs> It's impossible not to have fun with a catapult. Exactly. That's what I thought. Uh, you sort of start by <laughs> hurling yourself at this fucking wall because you think, maybe, <laughs> oh, maybe I'm supposed to catapult myself over the wall. And you splat. No, okay, not that then. And you just keep experimenting with things. And there's no, like, lives or death or anything. If you fall off, and you See, can just thinking... fall into oblivion, but it does a weird catching you in the ground appears thing, and it's... Uh -huh. Uh, I was it, thinking this sounds like a game that would be awesome if there was a, uh, it would be hilarious if there was like a, a, a gore mod that you could add that just adds blood and dismemberment. Oh. 
it could it, it could add <laughs> splats and things like that. Um, I'm still yet to play it with Allison because uh, it, it's one of those second player can just jump in at any time and then you're both in this little 3D world thing. Um, and this is on the Switch. It's it is on the Switch, but uh, it's out for the PS2 and Xbox, a uh, PS4 and Xbox. Sorry, not PS2. Yeah. Uh, so you but, can, I mean, I meant that you like you're playing it on the Switch, is it? I'm playing it on the Switch. Yeah. Oh yeah, because this you got that it was one of the it was a, a super first. rare game thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like uh, yeah, with two players, I think there are things in the world that I've not been able to do because there hasn't been someone there to help me. Like this is true of real life, also. It is very true of real life. Um, it, it's like you know there was you so sort of look at the way levels are set up, and you think if I could be sat in that thing when it moved then I could jump off it and into that building that I can't otherwise get to, but I can't be in there and press this button over here. If only I had a second per Oh, I see, yeah. Except I'm sure <laughs> there are people out there doing amazing runs with, like, ninja skills who've managed... I love oh, whenever someone be. manages to complete a oh, co-op yeah. game single player. Um, I, I think once you, I mean, once you know how to solve the puzzles and the best way to do it and that kind of thing, I, I'm still in a process of getting my head around playing the damn game before you know because like I say it's controlling a drunk toddler it run you know how puppies run when they they can yes. do forwards and that's it left right and stopping no uh and that's how your man moves just like right okay let's point him in that direction and run and he goes flubbering over and you, you know it's it's lots of fun it sounds fantastic it's been on uh, i've been very tempted to get it on steam a few times when it's been on uh, seal um so. yeah it, it's i mean i've seen it for i think 11.99 on the switch eShop. all right and it's definitely worth 11.99 <laughs> it's the kind of game they always do like four packs of it yeah like just get these for your friends like, yeah i don't have I any stop teasing me <laughs> Yeah, that's it, it's definitely worth it. I I recommend it a lot. Uh, yeah, play anything? Oh, Twisted Metal Black on the PS2. Had I played <laughs> that last week? No, I hadn't. Um, I I was watching a YouTube series and some guy said it, he thought it was the best game on the PS2. So I thought, all right, I'll get that then. So I did, hmm. and I played it. I've only played the first level, but it was okay. It's kind of a Mario Kart battles level. Right in was, in the <laughs> game with but you know with machine guns and missiles and shit. It's not light and fluffy. Isn't that one of the ones they keep trying to bring it back and it just doesn't work? I think so. I I I hadn't heard of them. I put it in not even knowing what kind of game I was about to play. I I do enjoy doing that from time. If, if there's a game you've only heard people like it and you know absolutely nothing else, don't even look at the box. Just put it in and see what happens. That's what That's I did with it. I can't do that. That's that's just far too reckless for me. And so it took, it t- you know, it takes you a minute. Like, oh right, it's a driving battle game. Okay, fair enough. And uh, it's it's fun. I'm going to make a video about that as well, but I haven't yet. I need to <laughs> capture more footage and stuff and play more than the first fucking level, probably. Mm. Although I don't, I don't class it as a review if it's like five minutes long and I haven't really played the game. Yeah, that would be uh, that would be hubristic of you to refer to that as a review. Yeah, um, Alison's still playing Ocarina of Time. There was an incident which nearly resulted in me leaving her. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's never going to be that way around. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the only way you leave her is if you die. <laughs> you don't have to say it out loud. We all know. know it's true. I know I don't have to. <laughs> we all know it's true. It Anyway, uh, she's still playing it. What the incident was, was the the bongo, bongo, end of level boss. The dude, it's disembodied hands and he hits the ground and drums on it and it all shakes and you have to wear the floaty boots. Okay. That was a pain point for me on my playthrough of the game. It took me an hour and a half over and over again. I remember sitting on the sofa just screaming at this little thing in my hand and uh, Alison got to that part <laughs> again <laughs> took her two attempts five oh. minutes just blasted straight through it and it, I've never hated her more really <laughs> oh it's like when um, Chuck does uh, when um, I've done puzzle games in his presence and he's the most appalling backseat driver because he's much more clever than me and I'm not saying that because he's in the same room as me um <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he yeah, bye love he will um he will say <laughs> now things, that you uh, said that in his presence he is gone he's gone he is gone yeah. Yeah, he's satisfied too. now, yes. Um, but he is, that's the truth. And um, he knows the answers to the puzzles much before I've worked them out. So I can see see him out the corner of my eye waiting for me to catch up to where he is and not just fuck off and fuck out myself. Uh, so I've stopped playing puzzle games in his presence and let me be done on my own. Um, so yeah, that, that, that has nearly been in controller throw territory at his head. So yeah, I can, I can appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. I, it really pisses me off. Quite frankly, I got quite angry, not really angry, but actually secretly angry it's one of those where it's like i am actually petulantly childishly angry that you've done that so much more easily than me (laughs) but i can't really know that it's unreasonable yeah i know it's unreasonable but i'm gonna pretend that i'm that and so we can say that i'm not but really i am Mm -hmm. it's this is how relationships work everybody you have to bottle your emotions absolutely otherwise it'll just send you mad when your girlfriend's better at ocarina of time than you to be fair, she spent far more time collecting heart containers, so she's she's better off than I was when I was doing it. I didn't bother with so that. So she's much. better at the game than you. She spent more time playing the game. I perhaps <laughs> and that has allowed it. her to become better at the game than you. Yeah, possibly, possibly <laughs> so. Yeah, God I don't help I, you if she ever bre- plays Breath of the Wild. <laughs> she must never. She must never. She must never. <laughs> No, maybe I'm, that's I'm, the only time. That's the only way Rich is ever going to sell any of his Switch games is if Allison <laughs> yeah. is at risk of playing Breath of the Wild. Oh no, I sold that. Yeah, it's gone forever. It's I don't know. There what are no to it. more copies. Yeah, that's that's how it'll go. She'll know I'll not, never sell any of them as well. She's only getting a Switch when the new one comes out, and she gets <laughs> my old one because there ain't no way they're bringing out a new Switch, and I'm not getting it. That's just crazy talk. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more gaming news. Until then, bye-bye. Apparently no one listens to these.